Hello and welcome to Masters of Divinity. I'm your host, JP, your moderator, JP. And I'm here with Father Chuck. Hey, what's up? And I'm nervous. And I'm also here with Matt, who's hey. driving. Hey, that's our life, man. We are fast moving around here. You're doing doing the show on the go, as they say. It'd be funny if Matt were doing this while being a uh, Uber driver and was like picking people up, and they just get in, and it's suddenly like you're on a podcast. Be sure to rate Matt five stars on Uber. Somebody's got to already do that as a podcast. If you listened to us last week, <clears throat> you'll notice you've probably noticed that we did not announce an, uh, the next album. Um, that is because we have decided to kind of start a new tradition. Actually, it wouldn't be last week. It would be week before last week. Anyway, yeah. So the Oasis episode, we did not announce a new album. Uh, that's because we decided on a new tradition on, on, on how we're going to uh, play out uh, uh, Music Mayhem. And um, we are, what we're going to do is we have something called the Wheel of Mayhem. Wheel and of Mayhem. <laughs> which, which is actually taking place in... Tune June. <laughs> no. Yeah, we, we went a little long. That's no. okay. I, I gave you courtesy <laughs> laugh. I gave you courtesy <laughs> laugh. Take the courtesy laugh. Mm. Go ahead, carry on. I ruined your flow. <laughs> uh, so we have what's something what's called the Wheel of Mayhem. It's a new tradition for Music Mayhem. Where in the last episode, we will uh, uh, both Father Chuck and Matt have met with me privately and have given me two selections. One bad album, one good album. And uh, I have subjectively. put them... Subjectively. Subjectively, yeah, sure, if you want to look at it that way, yeah. Uh, it's all sort of like what we would consider punishment, I guess. Um, so we've, we've added it to a, a spin wheel, and uh, they do not know what the choices are. They only know their choices, and I'm going to reveal that right now, and then we're going to spin the wheel, and we're going to let fate decide. I want the last album we listen to will be uh, for, for this year's Music Mayhem. So here are the options, or here are the, the, the albums on the wheel, Wheel of Mayhem. Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Oh, jeez. A Beautiful Lie by 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, no. <laughs> Jared that Leto? Was, that, that was his uh, good album. That was- <laughs> Just, Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, I like 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, they're, they're actually not that bad. I've listened to them before. Um, Philosophy of the World by The Shags. Yes, I knew you would do it. I knew <laughs> you would do it. I told Matt after we saw Godzilla that you were probably going to pick Shags. Um, it's true. All the Right Reasons by Nickelback. Yes. No Joy by The Pep Squad. And, oh no, I forgot to add mine. Hold on what, a second. Your good, your good one? Yeah. Sorry, one second, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You heard that, Matt. I picked Nickelback. And then uh, my good one is Nevermind by Nirvana. Ooh. And then I left a space open for uh, Spin Again, just to just to heighten the tension. All right. So, okay, Ooh. let's let's do this. All right. So nobody say anything because I'm going to show the the wheel to the camera. All right. Let's see. There you go. What is that? 
What does it say? A Beautiful Life by second, like 30 Seconds to Mars. A Beautiful Life by 30 Seconds to Mars. Nice. I win. <laughs> that, I, I, I got to be honest. I wish my bad one won. <laughs> I would have loved to have talked about the shags, man. Oh, God. I kind of would have, too. <laughs> and not going to lie, I was actually a little bit even interested in talking about Nickelback because that is the best-selling album of the best-selling rock band of the 2000s. And I kind of... I kind of am curious about like why. <laughs> yeah. What a, we could do that. We could do that episode now. Give me thirty seconds of what you think about any one of their songs, and that's talking about Nickelback. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> so, that's a really good point. There's your episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's the album we're going to listen to. We're going to listen to "A Beautiful Lie" by Thirty Seconds to Mars. Not not bad. Nice. Not bad. I don't think it, it could have been much worse. We could have gotten "Baby" one more time. Uh, tell me about this No Doy by the Pep Squad, by I, the way. I've never heard of it. I, I, I don't know. I don't. The, the, the Pep Squad is a, a very obscure uh, Christian rock band from Oregon um, that has exactly two albums out, and then they broke up. Um, their second album it suffers greatly from the infamous Jesus per minute factor. Um, the first album, which was released on Tooth and Nail Records, um, is just a very weird, um, kind of unorthodox um, rock uh, rock album. Um, elements of the B-52s and uh, probably more Pixies involved in it. Hmm. Um, that one of the songs features a guitar solo played by detuning the guitar, um, and. Um, um, they're just they're just a very weird they're a very weird band and how I discovered them is a, is kind of a fun story so that was one of the reasons and 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 I will add they are it is one of my all time favorite records oh cool well so we won't be talking about that this year sadly no. we'll... <laughs> sounds great don't care back to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to say go and listen to it because this is going to be in the episode. So you know, have to listen. That, 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 that's it. That's it. Future JP and future Chuck and future Matt. Uh, good, good luck, buddies. Uh, is there anything else you want to address before we uh, it, it, stop recording? It, I don't know. J Jared, Leto, Jared, Jared Leto's in this band. Is Which means it's going to be really twisted, guys. Twisted. Um, it's, Yeah. Jared, Jared, Jared yeah, it's the Joker. It's the twist, right. Twist, twist, he said twisted. Yeah, it's I know. great. It's great. You're going to love it. It's great. It's great. Cool. All right. Uh, uh, JP. You stole, you stole my thunder two episodes ago with Baby One More Time. I stole your thunder? You, yes, because you forgot that we talked about it and subconsciously it was in the front of your mind and you referenced it in the last episode that we recorded. Oh, did I? And I was like, oh, no, he stole my thunder. <laughs> but I had to take that check after our uh, sync episode that you so humbly did celebrity with me. And Britney Spears randomly came up in that. And I was like, oh, there's no other choice because <laughs> that's what it has to be. So uh, although I can say I'm not I'm not sad we're not listening to it. But Yeah. And I, I got to say, been. and I am. I, I, Shags would have been brutal. I mean, <laughs> it, would have, it would have been punishment. I, I cannot imagine either of you actually sitting through the entire album. Oh, anyways, I'll say it really quick in case it happens again. I thought Britney Spears would have been fun, Chuck. I was telling JP when I picked it to get into how 
she randomly for a very short amount of time became this odd like within the church community this odd like finally there's a girl we can tell our girls to look up to <laughs> um yeah and i remember you talk about you still being, can and i remember that being a thing and then the church turned on that really quick but i thought that would have made an actual interesting episode despite the fact that it would have been a torment to listen to and try and dive into but yeah but that's all that's all that's it okay carry on before i freeze again all right okay well uh uh future future moderator jp take it away Hey, thanks, past JP, for just for just uh, passing passing it along to me, future JP, or I guess present JP, which will then become past JP when you're listening to this. I don't know. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm, I think I might be stuck in some kind of, kind of continuum because of this. Well, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I mean, uh, the, the the scary thing is is that it's impossible to live in the present. Because by the time your brain is processed that you're in the present, it's the past. Yeah. Um, so, so this is, I guess, I'm maybe I'm just sort of like an alternate, oh, an alternate GP. <laughs> oh, by the way, the whole time we've been talking before we started recording, I'm like, something is different. <laughs> like you've trimmed up your hair. Your hair's looking good, by the way. Oh, thank you. And I'm, I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, there's something missing. What is it? The microphone. <laughs> the microphone. I was uh, I, I, I sound terrible for some reason. Oh, it's because my microphone is way the hell over there. So should, uh, should we do that whole opening thing again? <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, but actually, it would have been funny if I had actually like handed the microphone off screen. Oh, hey, buddy, thanks. Thanks. We'll have, buddy. To, remember, we'll have to remember that for the future. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a good thing to do for the future. Um, okay, so we've we we selected our album. Yeah, we did. Um, I shouldn't say we selected our album. The, uh, the algorithm. The, <laughs> uh, fate decided for us what album we'd be listening to for our very last episode of Music Mayhem this year. Sure. Chuck, are you are you sad that the Music Mayhem is, is coming to an end? Is it? I, uh, I am actually. Little... I I have I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, talking about music. I have yeah. thoroughly enjoyed our our numbers as a result of talking about music. I have too, and boy, are they coming out of the woodwork. Uh, I, I saw a comment today on our YouTube channel Ooh. Um, on our Oasis episode of someone confessing to us that they always hated Oasis and they were bigger fans of Our Lady Peace. Okay. And it was uh, punctuated with a lot of LOLs. Um, so I'm guessing that's not a bot. Um, <laughs> But a genuine person who is, is listening to the show, and, and 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 if that's you, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm not making fun of you. I, I'm thanking you. Uh, if there are more LOL comments you want to leave, feel free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just remember to to like and subscribe and ring that bell. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, fate decided for us what album we'll be listening to. Fate also decided that uh, both Amy and Matt are not here with us. Unfortunately, uh, Chuck and I opened Music Mayhem this year. We will close it together. Well, sort of, right? Because we do have, I mean, we, we do sort of have one lingering music mayhem thing out there, but we probably won't get to it till like July. We do? 
Yeah. Remember Father Fun? Oh, 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 right. That'll yeah, that'll be our uh yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. That'll be our that'll be our hidden track. <laughs> gotcha. Uh speaking of hidden tracks, um, the album that we listened to uh had a number of hidden tracks. Oh, did it? Uh <laughs> that album, of course, was 30 Seconds to Mars, uh, a beautiful lie. And uh, we listened to it. And, you know, technically, even though fate decided for us, this was actually a Matt selection. He used the one that threw the, the, the band into the, into the pot to be chosen by the Wheel of Mayhem. Uh, so that technically makes th this his, the third album he's chosen for us to listen to this year. I mean, no strings attached, celebrity. I, celebrity was kind of my choice. Okay. I kind of chose to subject myself to that. All right. For all right. The, for the okay. sake of this podcast. And speaking of commenters, I apparently we 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 struck a nerve with with one of our commenters. <laughs> we got some some information wrong. Do, do, should we do a quick addendum, do you think, just for the Sure. Okay. All right. Let's see. I mean, you were part of that episode, so I, I feel like you know it, this is this is something I have to. I guess I have to expunge myself of the things that I, even though all the information she was addressing, I believe, was all the kind of stuff that Matt was 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 saying. Let's just point that out there. Um, well, let's 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 find out. Let's find out. Here we go. So, some things we should probably address. Um, oh, there's this whole article. I'm not going to read that. Girlfriend was a single. Uh, but the one played on the radio and in the video was a remix by the Neptunes featuring Nelly that is apparently way better. So, yeah, usually, I don't know. Usually things that feature Nelly are not better. <laughs> Which Nelly are we remember? talking about here? Are we talking about Nelly Furtado? No, Nelly, Nelly, the, the Nelly, you know. Are we going to take a ride with me? Smoke a in the back okay, of the yeah, Benzie. Okay, okay. Um, uh, you know, he, do you remember remember how he, he used to wear Band-Aid on his face? Like, okay, yes, now I remember. As though that was like a... Did he also have a toothbrush he, he carried around? Was that a... <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Was, uh, I remember strictly a Band-Aid, a toothbrush, and a towel. Like, he had just woken up. Like, that was like his thing that he... That, he, that he was picked up by Ford Prefect and <laughs> they went on a journey to the galaxy. Anyway. I just remember... I just remember, uh, wait, was that a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy joke? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was a... I've never read that book or seen this, that movie. Oh, Chuck, um, bud, you kinda... I, I know, I'm a bad nerd. The, uh, I, the, here's the thing about the, the Nelly, the Nelly Band-Aid is, it's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Like, like, do you remember how there, there was a thing for a while, like where rap artists would, like, they would, they would try to find their, their, their like thing. They try to make it a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so his was like, I'm gonna stick a bandaid on my face. Like, <laughs> well, and, it's like you got into a fight, right? Like you, you I don't know. You I just remember. But what, what's funny to me is, is several years later, uh, George W. Bush um, had a boil lance on his face, and um, he wore a bandaid um, on his face, and I was like, Oh, yo, Bush trying to be like Nelly. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Nelly fan. Uh, he's taking off all those clothes. It's hot, it's hot in here. Oh no! Please no. Please, no. Uh, <laughs> Please. Oh no! Okay. Isn't, it, isn't it ludicrous anyway? No, that was Nelly, right? So it's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. It, I, I am thought... getting so hot. I'm gonna take my clothes off. Right? That was, I thought that was ludicrous. No, that's Nelly. Okay. Listen, um, at Purple Parrot five seventy, let us know for, <laughs> if we're right. I like the name Purple Parrot though. That's my favorite team on um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. 
Ooh, that's right. I, that's a, that's a deep cut. Right? <laughs> um, there is no there there is no bad blood between the five guys. This was them last year when they got their Hollywood star. Uh, JT wished the other four well on social media for their Coachella performance. He rarely posts about them, so this is progress. Here's a little photo. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Our boys, here's our photo of our boys. The right, Hollywood but, star JT is there. Yeah, no, in no way is that photoshopped. Uh, <laughs> Purple parrot. I, I, Pearl parrot, right? That's it. Purple parrot. That that um, is the username. Um, yeah. By the way, you are suddenly kind of orange because I I, I, I white balanced myself on my camera. So oh, nice because now it looks like now it looks like you're talking to me from like this beautiful tropical sunset. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Like it's some color really, in my uh, color in my cheeks. It it seriously looks like you're like there's like there's like a tropical sunset happening outside a window. <laughs> yeah, like a heat yeah. lamp. That's uh, I was I mean again the sun the gorgeous but no um um it's it's distracting like you're kind of majestic <laughs> because I got white balanced. This stupid camera is a piece of crap. If I it, 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 I leave it man. Oh, oh there we go. All right, now we're back to normal. Now you pasty Oklahoma again. There we go. That's more like uh, it. Uh, oh man, the um, uh, but, but purple purple parrot. Uh, you, you mentioned that there is no bad, there's like no beef or whatever between them. But then you mention this is progress in your tweet. Oh, and so the question is, was there maybe was there some been. bad blood? And so now there's progress and saying that there isn't that. So please in, give us a follow up. That I, I'm I'm she, dying I'm I'm dying to know. She did, and I, I am assuming it's a she. Uh, she did post uh, her hey, very last hey, Let's be progressive. They posted uh, a very funny gif where she, they, they said, and lastly, I personally think this is the moment when JT decided JC would not be doing any more solos. And it's like this sort of look of bafflement mm -hmm. on uh, Justin's face. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a reference to something that happened that I don't know. Like, I, I don't, don't remember I don't, that I don't moment. Know who, like, I don't know who the woman is in the GIF. Is that she looks like Amy Jo Johnson from the Power Rangers? Probably not Amy Jo Johnson. Are you sure though? All right, I'm back. Yeah, to I'm not sure. I'm back to looking all bronzy. I don't know. Is it better with? Do I look better with color? Do I? You, you do. I, it's. I tell you, it looks like okay. a tropical Pacific sunset. You're. I mean, the, the the blue behind you is now kind of like a teal. Yeah, it is. It looks a bit more Floridian. Yeah, you're right. You could actually put an image behind you of like a sunset and palm trees, and it would fit <laughs> in perfect. That's good. We're going with that. We'll keep. We'll keep it. Good. Um, I mean, it's kind of unprofessional to change color temperatures in the middle of, of something, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Well, you, yeah, we, the, the consummate professionals that we are here at the Masters Community. <laughs> nothing but the best. Nothing but that's, nothing You're the best. Around. Um, okay, so we we got that addendum out of the way. I, I hope all of our NSYNC fans are satisfied. Yes. Um, yes. Um, corrections. That's what the, we're doing here. Corrections. I. I. Um. um but no, I'm glad. I'm glad that we're getting some 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 comments. It's it's uh, fun. It's fun. I, I like I like the interaction. It's fun. I mean, at least this level, at least. This like, is what we have wanted for like two years. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, maybe maybe we should just become a music podcast. But you know that I mean that's what I've been thinking. Like, do we need to just talk more about music, or like pop culture, like like real pop music stuff? Like, is that? Is that what we're missing on this podcast? Is it more of a focus on music? Because we talk a lot about, you know, and culture and movies, popular movies. We get more out of popular music than popular movies. Maybe it's, are there are there not as many music podcasts? Is there I like, don't, are, we, I don't, are we just like are, are, are is that a niche that we're just like missing out on? Because like three white guys having a podcast about movies is like just a given at this point. Like I guess so. I mean, that, like that, I think yeah. I think. 
by virtue of my son being my sons being born, they have a podcast <laughs> because they're white. They'll boys. be inheriting this podcast someday, right? Like, oh, that'd be hilarious! <laughs> just, you said like divinity. a Lion King moment, son. My son, the podcast you see before you will someday belong to you. No, how actually, how great would it be, right? You have a kid, and Charlie and Bond, they start a podcast, and it's called like Sons of Divinity. <laughs> that would be pretty. That'd be pretty awesome. A legacy. Uh, all right, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should become a music podcast. I don't listen to any. I watch the only thing music related that I, that I listen to or watch is there's there's this YouTube YouTuber. Uh, the name of the show is The Needle Drop. I think it's Brian Fantano. Not Brian Fantano. That's the ice skater, right? Um, you're thinking Brian Botano. Okay, I don't know something Fantano and Anthony Fantano. I don't know. He does a he has a pretty good YouTube show about albums and stuff that are coming out. It's, it's interesting, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should integrate music more into the podcast. Maybe music mayhem should listen, be like. Listen, I will happily talk, happily, happily talk about the soundtrack to Godzilla King of the Monsters for like two hours. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. I pre-ordered the vinyl. Oh, geez. Three discs. Three okay. LPs. Is, is there an unboxing in the future? Is that what you're telling me? Probably. That... If you really want one. I don't know. It's getting so high. <laughs> well, we are putting a lot of padding into this episode. Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, it's because I, I don't want to let's talk about 30 seconds of ours. That's really what this is. I, I'm not going to lie. So, you, well, I'm not, I haven't done my entry yet, but oh, I do. Wanna, I will. I mean, but that's okay. Well, that's know. all right. This we're isn't like a, we're, a we're, we're being cash this episode, right? No one's here. It's just you and me. It's just it's you and me and Jared Leto and his brother Shannon. And we're we're gonna talk about thirty seconds to Mars. Uh, so I'm just, I mean, just quickly. Not did did you did you enjoy it? Did you not really enjoy it? I, I the whole time I listened, every time I, the, I, I but just for all confession, I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Partly because I didn't have time. Partly also, I just I. I, I are you? Well, I listened to it and I thought, oh, I, I remember when this was the used. I remember when this was AFI. I remember when this. It, seriously, my, my it's, chemical romance. It sounds. Eh, it sounds like it sounds a lot like early used. Mm-hmm. And, I listened to the used, so. Um, um, I, I loved the used. Um, I. It sound and and like this and and the used that 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 came out in like two thousand two, like their first record with box of uh, sharp objects um and 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 green and yellow i mean good a great album um and that this came out in 2005 yeah well the band was established in 1998 and i think their first album was 2001 okay. 2002 yeah I, I read something about it. it took them three years they made like a big deal on the wikipedia page about that uh they recorded it over a three-year period on like four continents to accommodate jared leto's acting career <laughs> um okay well let me get into oh, by the way jared leto has like some uh, some pretty aggressive fans from what i understand so like oh no oh, i'd no. be hilarious if we like if we like if we get if we get if we get twisted we get damaged listen here's the deal i i'm i am totally on board leto's version of joker okay i'm just i'll throw you under the bus on this one okay hey 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 if you haven't heard of 30 seconds to mars 
30 Seconds to Mars is an American rock band formed by Suicide Squad star Jared Leto <laughs> and his brother. The Academy Shane. Award winning Suicide Squad. In 2001, the band retreated to Wyoming, where they recorded their self-titled debut album under the guidance of producer Bob Ezrin, who was famous for producing recordings with Pink Floyd, Kiss, and Alice Cooper. Before they released their album, they had already gained the attention of bands like Puddle of Mud and Incubus. Wait, wait. Say it right. What? It's Puddle of Mud. Puddle of... Puddle of Mud. Remember him? Two Ds. Puddle of Mud. Okay. Puddle of Mud. And Incubus, both of whom invited 30 Seconds to Mars to tour with them in 2002. Their first album, which Jared Little described as a concept album, was a slow-burning success and was met with wide critical and financial claims, selling 2 million copies worldwide as of March 2011. Are you reading this off of Wikipedia? Or was it someone Wikipedia? Because the fact that that includes the phrase slow-burning success makes me believe that Jared Leto wrote this. <laughs> or Shannon. It could have been Shannon. I mean, it could have been. But we know. We know it was Jared. Um, two years later, Thirty Seconds to Mars would release their second album, A Beautiful Lie. A Beautiful Lie was notably different from the band's debut album, from both musical and lyrical aspect. On their first record, uh, this is Jared Little says, "On the first record, I created a world, then hid behind it. With A Beautiful Lie, it was time to make a more personal and less cerebral approach." Although this record is still full of conceptual elements and thematic ideas, it is ultimately more, much more wrapped around the heart than the head. It's a beautiful life. It's, it's about brutal honesty, growth, change. It's an incredibly intimate look into a life that is in the crossroads, a raw emotional journey. A story of life, love, death, pain, joy, and passion. Of what it is to be human. I love it. I feel like you were kind of... See, I can't see you because I'm reading a thing. I feel like you were tr probably trying not to laugh that entire quote. Right? Oh, I'm, making, like, I'm making overt mocking faces. Is that was is that on par or worse than uh, uh, Justin Timberlake's Boston? <laughs> quote. Worse. Worse? Really? Mm, okay. Um... 11 years later, Jared Leto will go on to star in DC's Suicide Squad as the Joker, an infamously extreme and formidable psychopathic crime lord from Gotham City, being at the very top of the city's criminal underworld, greatly feared by other crime bosses. Devoid of empathy or a pity for anybody taking part in his wicked schemes, either by intimidation or fraud, the Joker does, however, adore his girlfriend, a partner in crime, Harley Quinn. When Joker discovers a Harley Quinn has been recruited by Task Force X to stop the Enchantress, he tortures Belle Reeves security guard Griggs into leading him to the facility where the crew's nanite bombs are made. There he blackmails Dr. Van Criss into disabling Harley's bomb, and upon arrival, the squad's helicopter is shot down, forcing them to proceed on foot to their target. Boomerang convinces Slipknot that he believes that the bombs are a ruse to keep them in check. The latter attempts to escape and is killed. Meanwhile, the squad is ambushed by Enchantress's minions. They eventually fight their way through a safe house where they learn that their mark is Waller herself, who has attempted to cover up her involvement in Enchantress's. Oh, wait, sorry. You know what? That's that, that's just suicide squad. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, or no, 30 seconds to Mars here. Uh, a Beautiful Lie received generally positive reviews all across the board, unlike Suicide Squad. Uh, from music critics, many praising the album for diverging from the sound of the band's previous work. 
So wait, I read that. Okay, I read this thing earlier, and mm -hmm. and so it it got it got like three out of five stars across the board, like three out of five or four out of five stars, and a few things that I read I saw online. Yeah. It, it got that because it was better than their first. Like, is that why? Like, yay! Because that's what it sounds like to well, me. I, th I think there's just like one person who was like, "Yeah, it's better than their first one." I don't know. <laughs> the way it's worded is like it was celebrated because it was better than their first album. Like that's a, that's a low bar. But that, that, no, that's true. Um, John Witterhorn from what is a Whiterhorn, whatever from revolver noted that intensity and passion clearly from informed the textual hard rock of the beautiful lie, which boasts echoing riffs, moody bass lines, and strong vocal melodies that evoke a radio friendly mix of stained, Nine Inch Nails, U2, and The Cure. And the thing is, it sounds like <laughs> none of those things. It's just it sounds like he just, they re-recorded <laughs> AFI songs. And, get, and, I, and AFI is better. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, in a mixed review, however, Stephen Thomas... Earl Wine from All Music wrote that the band floats out of time, inspired heavily by 90s alt rock, but too clean, heavy, and facile to truly be part of the tradition, yet too indebted to the past to sound like part of the 2000s either. He found the band capable enough at shifting indebted from tense to quiet. What past? Sorry. Capable enough at shifting from tense quiet verses to pile driving heavy courses, <clears throat> like Foo Fighters. Uh, but they borrow the worst habits from all their favorite groups and then assemble them in sufferly earnest fashion, playing cliches as if they were revelations. All right. So A Beautiful Eye was released on August 30, 2005, United States. It has since been certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America and has reached Nickelback. platinum. What? It has Nickelback. <laughs> and has reached platinum and gold status in several countries with a sales total of $4 million. Its lead single, Tack, became the most added track in American Modern Rock Radio during its first week of release. The album's second single, The Kill, which set a record for the longest-running hit in the history of U.S. modern rock chart, when it remained on the national chart for more than 50 weeks, following its number three peak in 2006. Its music video, directed by Jared Leto under the pseudonym Bartholomew Cubbins, you're kidding me, received a largely positive response and numerous accolades, including an MTV Music Award. MTV Video Music Award. Does it have citation needed after like numerous accolades? Because like, because I, I mean, like his like family, like good job, Jared. Um, can I just give out my quick initial thoughts on this part where it's like earning all these accolades and and uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the spots and the radio rotations and stuff. Um, rock was on its way out when this was happening, right? Like this is this is the swans that like the pop rock swan song right well let's think jp it's 2005 what was going yeah. on in 2005 well oh, no, did i say, oh, okay yeah you're right Go the on. album came out in 2005 so we we let's see uh we were living in an apartment together in 2005 yeah it was august it fall of 2005 yeah so, so what what music was first of all we watched a lot of mtv and fuse tv yes when we lived together and I don't remember ever seeing a 30 Seconds of Mars video. No, me neither. Because honestly, this is the first time, second time that I've ever listened to their music. The first time I ever listened to their music was, um, I believe it was Hurricane Sandy Swell. Um, I was riding with a guy in a truck and he was like 
60 and blasting 30 seconds to Mars. And I was like, okay, this, this is all right, I guess. Um, I didn't know anything else about it. Um, but this is the first time that I've ever actually listened to this, this band. Um, and so, okay. So rock music at that time, what was going on? We watched, let's see, so we were, again, we lived together at that time. So let's see, we, there was, a, um, um, what's their faces was really big. Um, my chemical romance, fallout boy. Yeah. Fallout boy, my chemical romance. Um, like even the all American rejects are in rotation. I think it was emo. It was, it was emo, emo and pop punk. Yeah. Emo and pop punk. And here comes along this like screamo band. Yeah. That on again, sounds exactly like early used. And to me is only, only gets what it gets because Jared Leto's in the band. That's probably true. It is, is, is 30, this is what I don't understand. I, I haven't, I haven't had time to look this up, but I don't know. Uh, 30 seconds to Mars is, does it classify as emo? I, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I, I think they sound just like my chemical romance. I know you, I said that earlier. You seem to kind of like not agree. I mean, I mean I, probably it's been a while, a long time since I was listening to my chemical romance. And I, and I, the thing is, is like, I, I think of, I think that a lot of my chemical romance is stuff from the same time period was pretty clever. Um, yeah. This is not. I just the the guy liner, the hair, the the that that like to, that that to me is just that that's very emo. Like that's so, typically Christian music is two years behind the time. Yeah. So like you have a you have a you have a musical trend and a band's very popular, and then like two years later, oh suddenly we have a band that sounds a lot like the mainstream thing. Um, this sounds like the opposite because um, they, they, they also kind of sound like a Christian uh, screamo band that I used to like called Emery. Okay. And so it's like, it's like they copied Emery. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it, it well, it's, it's funny you bring your Christian music because I, I don't know. I could have sworn Chuck, I could have sworn uh, on the life of my, my non-existent children up. Oh, they also color temperature um i could have sworn that i heard uh what's the song um um is this a dream from yesterday mm -hmm. you know which one that i'm talking about no map of the world on his face or whatever the faces made of the map of the world you know okay well i could have sworn i i i've, I've heard that song at christ fellowship during worship it wouldn't surprise me. A lot of Christian, a lot of a lot of like praise and worship churches, they they're starting to they they, they incorporate secular music into it because and it's it's the whole like the map the, his face is made up of the map of the world and I'm like oh because Jesus and missions mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I could have sworn I I heard it at at a worship service somewhere right because Jesus is you know God is just the the amalgamation of all people it's just we, we are God JP we are God. Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how to respond to that except that that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just it just it's, it's cheesy and it's a whole other conversation. I yeah. Um, All right. So your initial thoughts. It uh, sounds like the used man. Sounds like sounds like the used. Like seriously, like I listen to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some used for you because I have I have the used. Oh boy. Um, listen to some the used. I used to have the used. I'm there they are. Okay, the used 2002, the used. 
All right, let's see. What do we got here? Um, let's do The Taste of Ink. No, let's do Public Tragedy. Here we go. Like, listen to the the voice when when, when Burton the Kraken gets in here. Okay. Yeah, I, I can hear it. But I feel like that was like a lot. That was that was a that was like a thing back then, right? Like that was kind of around that area. That was not pretty common for these types of emo bands. I, I don't, you know, I I know so little about emo because I I. I just I, I avoided that stuff like the plague. Like. Okay, so that's that's the used. Yeah. No, that's Emery. That's a oh, Christian Emery. man. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. But, but like I'm telling you, like I don't know. It just it didn't. It just it, it sounded like. It sounded like everything that was kind of in pop rock radio at that time frame, right? right? Other than like Jet, which was just ripping off Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> most of those, I think, is an, after listening to Oasis, I, I, I do think that most of those sort of rock revival bands were, were probably doing that. Oh, I was listening to um, just on, uh, on the way home last night. Um, I just had some music because I had like the kids in the car and some were asleep and you know whatever. Um, and um, um, one of the, the Killers came on from their first record, and I was like in my head, I was like, I could see the Oasis singing this song. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where we were. In, so all of this diversion here is because of the question you asked in two thousand in two thousand five. You know, was rock kind of on its way out? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of fun little bands like Fallout Boy and um, um, wasn't some forty one still doing stuff around that time? But my a lot of the, like, so like we said earlier, my chemical romance yeah. and stuff. A lot of the punk bands, if you remember, a lot of the pop punk bands at that time kind of took an emo direction too. Yeah, uh, in two thousand three, Blink One Eighty Two's self titled um, album came out, and it was very emo. Mm -hmm. um, plus, they 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 had done the Boxcar Racer um side oh, project yeah. which was right, a yeah. decidedly emo project uh green uh, day had a pretty big comeback too with American yeah Idiot yeah story. and that was a that had a bit of an emo mm -hmm. bit of an emo direction to it um some 41 brought out chuck i think that's what that one was called and it's a it's a it's it has that it's it's also a, an emo thing so that was what was happening at the time we had a couple of bands that were having some fun like fallout boy it's kind of fun yeah. Um, Jimmy Eat World, I guess, was also kind of around, right? With they, with was bit. that when they kind of made their came into their own a bit, but yeah, at that point, like it was starting to give way to was it pop. I, don't, I think I, like American Idol was getting really big at this time, and so like, a lot of the like you know performer based pop was, I think, kind of started to take over. It's when you started to get band, people like you know Daughtry. <laughs> So, uh, you know, again, I, I think that I think <laughs> I feel bad because like, by the way, this was Matt's good album. 
Um, he's not here to defend it. <laughs> he's not here to defend. I feel bad. I do kind of feel a little bad that we're just sort of like. Well, you can only be uh, honest with how you feel, you know. And if you aren't feeling it, you're not feeling it. And it's like, I, I do think you know. I, I watched the music videos, and um, I was kind of struck by how much money was put up on the screen. Uh, but what's interesting about this time is this is when music videos are like pretty much dying out. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is around the time YouTube is just sort of just starting and um, bands. Uh, MySpace is, is, is lingering a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are putting their videos and their recording stuff on, on those platforms. And so I guess back then at that, at this period, you had to be, you had to be like, or a band's going to shoot in China. Uh, I don't know if you watch any of the videos. No. But um, one of them was shot like on the edge of an iceberg in Greenland. That's uh, cool. I think that one's actually a beautiful lie to kind of make a statement about global warming and climate change and stuff, um, which is cool. But it's like it's just sort of like evident of what's happening to this industry that's been thri- that had been thriving for a good you know fifteen years in the music video industry. And it's like the fact that you have to kind of go all out like this, and like, and it's funny the the beautiful lie music video. It's then performing on an iceberg, and it's really impressive. Um, the song is pretty good. I, I actually kind of like the song. Um, all right. And then you know they're kind of giving facts about climate change, and then they actually and the music video actually has credits, which plays another thirty seconds of Mars song <laughs> during the credits. Um, so it's, it's, it's like, oh, wow, you can tell this is dying. Like this is, this is dead. I, I guess for me, my feeling on it is, I, is, you know, that, that there's that statement, like there's, there, there's nothing worse than, there's nothing worse than like the, than the three star review. Yeah. Like you either want the five stars or you want to like, you want like the zero stars. Like you will either want like, you know, a bold statement that just fails, right. you know, like. And I sort of feel like this is such, this is such a Thirty Seconds of Mars is actually just like a three star band. Like they're to, to think of the talent that's because clearly there's talent. Like there's, there's clearly talent listening to it. But it's like my my feeling when I was listening to it was, this is what you're doing with it. Yeah. Um. You, you're you're it just kind of feels just like you're changing a trend, right? Like yeah, like you're just trying to sound like the used. <laughs> like you you know do, do do your own thing. Like you're not a Christian band. You can do your own thing. <laughs> Even though churches will be playing your music, yeah. Maybe, maybe, do you think? Do you think Christ Fellowship was conf- confused and thought Thirty Seconds of Mars was a Christian band? No, because honestly, sure. I could, I could have sworn. By the way, you, when you were talking about what you could have sworn, I could have sworn that I had first heard of Thirty Seconds of Mars as a Christian band. Yeah, yeah, probably. But, I, I, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that was definitely a time because, like, this wasn't that like when Christian music was starting to get pretty popular too, like Christian emo, Christian punk, and stuff. Uh, the same period. Well, let's see. What? What? what let's see. Didn't um, it was around that. Uh, you know who was popular around that time in the Christian world? Switchfoot with a beautiful letdown. Oh yeah. Um, but, but they're not Lifehouse great. Emo band. Also, Lifehouse was also wasn't that weren't they? Aren't they were they? a little earlier. Okay, Skillet. Skillet. <laughs> Skillet. <laughs> Christian new metal. Um, I just bring that up because I'm like uh, people. I guess it'd be easy confusing because like those bands are getting kind of popular around that time. Like, I think a lot, there was sort of like golden age of like Christian punk and emo and, and, and hardcore. 
around the early 2000s, they kind of exploded around the same time the more secular labels were exploding. And so it's I like, guess. I can kind of see people like kind of getting them confused, you know? I don't know. I, cause I'm trying to think like 2003 was when I went to, um, I went to Cornerstone in Orlando and like one of the big, what was it? It was, um, Oh, it was, there was, there was some, there was some like Southern metal band that was like really big. I can't remember their name right now. I just, my, my feelings on this just to kind of keep us on track is like I said, I think it was boring. Boring. I mean, it, it, to be fair, I'm listening to it while I'm very tired, but there was nothing in it that just sort of grabbed me. Like I said, like I feel, I feel like they sound like other bands that have done what they've done better. You know, it's, it's kind of like they were kind of around releasing music in a period where we were probably already like, I miss the glory days of rock. <laughs> like yeah. we were already like kind of lamenting music. Well, like how, that's, you know. well, that's true because that's that, that, that lament JP, that, 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 that missing element in rock and roll is what inspired two young men to form Pedro Bustamante. <laughs> right. Because we needed just simple, straightforward rock and roll. Because by that point, right, I think what Jack White and the White Stripes had just started becoming super self-indulgent and just it, you know, it just wasn't rock and roll anymore. Yeah. Um, We're about to give way to Arcade Fire at this point, at this point in time. Oh, gosh. When the emos turned into hipsters. Oh, yeah. Yes. We were on the verge of hipster rock, weren't we, in 2005? Yeah, we were getting there. We we're on our way. The, the, the path had been laid before us. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I was working at American Eagle at that time. And yeah. what was playing at American Eagle was there was a lot of reggaeton. I remember reggaeton took, had that weird period of time where it took off. Do you remember that? No. Dun, 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 dun. That's every reggaeton song. Anyway, there was a lot of reggaeton that played. But, um, but that was when we got like, the, that's when we got the bravery. Do you remember yeah. the bravery? A lot of that electronic rock. Yeah. The Killers. The Killers. Um, and yeah, because uh, Mr. Brightside came out. Well, that, that was a little earlier, but around that time. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just. Well, I, I thought it was, you know, I tried to kind of look past some things. Um, because, you know, when you're stuck with an album, you kind of have to like, I'm not talking. I'm not speaking from like a Stockholm syndrome point of view. Um, I did kind of try to force myself to to look a bit deeper. Um, all these things that Jared Leto said that the album was, I didn't see any of that. No. Um, I didn't really. I even kind of read the lyrics and was like, I don't. I'm not. It's not connecting. I don't really. I, I don't see where he's going. I and there there was a point where I was like, you know what? I'm just kind of like done reading these lyrics. I don't think they're very good. Um. They're very uninspired. Uh, so I just kind of like, I just, I just did the thing where I just like, I just, I, what I did with Oasis, I just kind of laid back. I let the music wash over me. And there were some that kind of stuck out. There were some that I thought were just very samey. And there's a lot of, there are a lot of tracks on this album where it's like, I can just skip this and go to the next one and not miss a thing. Right. Um, right. Like, I don't know. Does anyone like the song Savior or, or Story? Like, <laughs> <laughs> If there right is some, now, right now, there is somebody just furiously typing. Oh, wait, just, wait a second! You can't, you can't, you can't just 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 gloss over. Whatever. What I hope is that this 
his catches we, that we 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 make we make like rival enemies with 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 Sammy Leto. <laughs> that would be Sh- pretty funny. Shannon Leto. What Shannon? Shannon. Okay, I don't know what his name is. Start with an S. Yeah, Shannon. Sammy. Sammy Leto. They call him Sammy. Sammy Leto is their cousin. He's the roadie. <laughs> Shannon Leto, that'd be great. That'd be really great because it's not a, you know like Jared. Okay, cool, whatever. Like I'd hang out with Jared Leto. I don't know if I. <laughs> I mean, he kind of creeps me out to be totally honest. Like all the stories I heard when he was like trying to play the Joker and like. Well, but he was trying to be that. This okay. This is this is the thing about because it it his. Oh boy! His, no 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 no! I I, I I gone and done it. No 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 no! Because he, no because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna agree with me. Is that. Because it's what you said earlier about how this sounded like it was. It, this sounds like it's trying to chase a trend. Yeah, right. It's very full of itself, but without. It's not okay. Because like the only other thing I can think of recently I've listened to that we talk about lyrics that a lot of people criticize the lyrics for being just like overly melodramatic and all this kind of stuff is um, the lyrics to Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. That out. I mean, Zero has, you know. It's the, the epitome of shoegaze. Music. I don't even know if you shoegaze would call it. Because shoegaze is like, it's very like, that's that's what, um, that's um, like what. Um, Let's say what, Sonic what, Youth is. Yeah, Sonic Youth. Yeah, yeah. There's very slow, low to I mean, this, we're, we're talking like, anyway, you know, Melancholy has, um, what is it? Um, emptiness is, or what is it? Uh Emptiness is loneliness. Loneliness is cleanliness. Cleanliness is holiness. Holiness is um, holiness is godliness, and God is empty, just like me, (laughs) right? Just like the most cut myself on that edge, right? I mean, the the, the whole album has stuff like that in it, and but but melancholy is like an amazing piece of art, aside from the lyrics, like the. Just what 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 the Smashing Pumpkins were doing. I mean, just audacious. You know, a three LP record. I mean, just you know, a double album. Just huge. The songs are huge. What they're doing and the artistry behind it, like it backs up the kind of like the kind of stuff that they're doing. And I mean, um, 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 Billy uh, Billy Corgan um, says that um, that what they were trying to do with that album was to make the wall for Generation X, hmm. right? That's an audacious statement. I mean, it's a really really audacious statement. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like when uh, I think of uh, Limp Biscuit. When Limp Biscuit, when they came out with um, what was it, the Starfish, Chocolate Starfish, and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, like they compared themselves to Pink Floyd and said they were like doing like the wall for the new millennium or something. Like it's audacious whenever you compare yourself to something like that. So you've got Leto making all of these statements about this record. But what you get is kind of eh. It just sort yeah. of sounds like a, it sounds like a trend. It's you're not making it doesn't sound like you're making a big statement. You're just sort of doing what a bunch of other bands have done, and, and, and as Father Chuck has already said, done better. The it kind of reminds me of Leto's Joker, in that here I mean, he's so method. Like I saw that all over like Tumblr at the time. Yeah. He's so method. You got to respect how method he is. That's what we got from someone who went method. I mean. I like the take on the Joker. I'm okay with Leto's take on Joker, but I, he didn't need to go method to do that. And secondly, like 
the only when you hear people going method, you think of like Christian Bale and like the insane things that he did to his body for like the machinist. And of course, you think Daniel Day Lewis. And these are people who really like, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis is, you know, one of the greatest actors of our time. I mean, especially when it comes to like method acting. And and so now you've got Jared Leto's like, oh, he's so method. Is he method because people say being method is like cool? Because did jo- did, does, does damage tattoo Joker need to be method? No. No, he just needs to be twisted. He's twisted. <sighs> I can, I, and I really, I mean, there, I, the, the, as I said, I was on, I'm on board with the depiction of his Joker. I, I do think it is um, completely outside the character of the Joker for him to have any kind of affection for someone like he does toward Harley Quinn because as soon as he has feelings for someone means he has a heart, which means he has a conscience, which means he's something different than the Joker, but that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. yeah. um, But anyway, yeah. But anyway, so what I'm getting at is that it, 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 they're musically, it seems similar to, it seems similar to what he, it's like, I'm going to make all these big kind of behind the scenes thing to make it seem like what I'm doing is way bigger than it really is. Seems like something that was more important to him. Yeah. Anyone on the other side of listening to it. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's the, the grand scheme of things. It's like, it's not, I don't think it's, people are going to really remember 30 seconds to Mars. Like, I mean, again, they've been, a, they've been around for um, 16 years or something. What do we we'll see? 10 years. Or, well, it's, it's in 1998. They've been, they've been a band. Um, this record came out in 2005. So 14 years. Yeah. Like 14 years, almost 15 years or whatever. And this is the first time that I've heard anything from it. <laughs> and like, I'm a kind of musically savvy person, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't hear everything, but I hear things in passing. So I, I, so I don't think that, again, it's not as big a... So was there not a single song that, that stuck out to you? None of the singles? The, the, one, song that I, the one song I listened to that, uh, that did stick out to me um, was... Um, Oh, sorry. Hold on. Opened up the wrong thing. Was um, um, was it a dream? Okay. I kind of enjoyed what what, what is a dream. I do so want to listen. Started with a, with the, the rain and the thunderstorm. I think so. Yeah. Maybe I don't. I was. I think so. I, I to be fair, I was listening to it while there was a rain and thunderstorm <laughs> going on. So I, I was I, too. <laughs> um, but I do want. I want. To, I didn't get to finish it. I do want to listen to the hunter because that's a Bjork song. I listened to it. Um, it's okay. Okay, because I like New York. Uh, and uh, fun fact about that song, recently featured in the is that the is that the same song in Terminator Dark Fate trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can we take a moment at oh, some boy. point? We have to do it right now, but can we take a moment at some point to talk about this ridiculous trend in in movie trailers of taking songs and doing like those like slow down little kids singing. I'm surprised them. it's last this long. It's getting a bit annoying. It's lasted a while. I'm waiting for a comedy movie to do a trailer where they pick some song some and do that with like some like I don't know, like um it's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that trend going for this episode. Um okay, so I think what if I if I could kind of finish my thoughts. Um sorry, I've interrupted so much. No, it's all right. I don't think I really have. I just like I don't have very deep thoughts on it because I'm just I was just so like I could enjoy this in the moment, but once we're done with this, 
I'm not going to revisit them. Like, um, I like the singles. I think they're cool. Um, but they're very of their time. Uh, they were probably useful in 2000 for, for 2005 JP, not so much 2019 JP. Um, I think what kind of sticks out about this music, and I don't know if this is like a trend that was forming around this period or if this is something that 30 Seconds on Mars was sort of pursuing. They sound emo, which to me is sort of like kind of clubby, like you'd hear it at a club, small. Mm-hmm. But they're also like anthems. Like I feel like most of these songs are designed in a way to kind of be performed in stadiums. Do you think? Yeah, I've tried, I could see that. Yeah, they have. A, they have. They, they, they're. 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 They're definitely. The vocals are trying for a big sound. They're trying to be like rousing. Yeah. Not just you know. Not just like 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 oh, in most emo or punk is like you play it small, you play it dirty, you play it fast. This they have. These are just like you know. Jared, Jared Leto is like calling out to God, <laughs> you know, and it's trying to get like an entire stadium full of people to, to cry out as well. Um, I, I find that to be kind of interesting, because, uh, but also, I don't know, it just kind of depends on your, your taste, because I feel like if you don't like anthem music, which I'm not a huge fan of anthem music, this is pretty much like, a, like an album of anthem music. You, yeah, you just reminded me as a side. Um, Almost kind of like Kiss, <laughs> you know? yeah. But you just reminded me, didn't Matt want us to like, wasn't there a particular like song that he wanted me to like listen to and like comment on in terms of its lyrical content for like theological purposes? I don't think so. I, I wonder if that's the one I was talking about for Christ Fellowship. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of wish he were here to talk yeah, about this. Because I, I need to know like what, what he says. And I remember him telling me he really liked the music videos a while, a while back. I, I think Matt is being low-key genius. Yeah. And here's why I think he's being low-key genius, because is what about what's about to fall out of my mouth? And that is, I had more fun listening to NSYNC. <laughs> and I think that's why Matt is low-key genius in suggesting this. Is he, it, it gets me to talk about that NSYNC was a much more enjoyable. This band is better than NSYNC. I'll say that. Um, the, wow. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Do you think, Chuck, that... Sorry, no, 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 no. NSYNC is better than this band. Sorry. Insync, I, I think I said this band is better than Insync, and I don't want. Uh, okay. Insync is Insync is better than this band. Still, wow, wow. Do you think that maybe it's because it's just a little too recent? Like, no. we 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 don't miss it yet. Like, we don't miss this 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 period yet. We don't miss this music yet. Like, maybe if it were like ten more years, like we would probably be a little bit more fascinated with it. No, because I listen to like I, I I revisit Fall Out Boy songs from time to time, and I yeah, I did too. Like the middle by Jimmy Eat World, totally from this time period. The oh, Killers, yeah. I was just listening to the Killers last night. Yeah. Um, um, I um, I listen to the Used. Like I still listen to them. Um, so no, I don't. I don't think it's that. I mean, it's been you know almost fifteen years. It's, it's um, it's I I just I just don't think it's that good. <laughs> and, okay, but it's one of those things though. I do wonder if if I had listened to them in 2005 if i would have different feelings yeah you know if it's one of these things where there's sort of a step on a path to where things are now that Mm -hmm. if i had appreciated the step when it was taken versus revisiting it right because you know now it's just sort of like oh they're they're sort of trivial like oh they they, they, 
this was a thing, but it doesn't seem to have like any kind of impact. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't know that. I don't know that Thirty Seconds of Mars has impacted me. Like, has impacted anyone? I, again, I think they're they're chasing a trend and they're just sort of repackaging what other people have done and done yeah. better. I can see that, um, and that's pretty much what I kind of came to the conclusion to. And I don't know if they're doing it that much better than other people who are doing it. And it's just kind of like, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but um, do you want to, I mean, can you talk about the singles? Can we talk, talk about that? Cause the, I didn't listen to all of them. <laughs> did you listen to attack? That's the first. Yes. The first yeah. I, did. I listened to, I listened to like the first, I listened all the way through. What is it a dream? I think. Okay. So the, the, the singles are attack. Uh, the kill from yesterday and the beautiful lie. Yeah, I, so I listened to I listened to Attack, A Beautiful Lie, and The Kill. Okay, so what are your th- well? Do you have any thoughts on any of those songs? They all bled into one song to me. <laughs> like I see, I had to look down and make sure. Oh, we're on a new song now. Yeah, I mean, just well, I, I, as again as I listened to it, I just kept being like. I spent most of the attack being like, who does this sound like? Who does and I was like, oh, it's, 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 I was like, it's AFI? Is it, it's the used. Sorry. Well, that, 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 that's, I think, well, this is, this is the sort of contradictory feelings that I had about these, these four singles, mm-hmm. which is, I think, attack and the kill sound like typical sort of emo songs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the other songs, uh, Beautiful Lie and uh, From Yesterday, sound like that sort of stadium mm-hmm. anthem songs. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. I think A Beautiful Lie with uh, its, it, its lyrics at the end, I can't think of them right now, but there is sort of a, you could, you could see a crowd of kids sort of like going along like with, um, what, are the, what are the lyrics from like the end of that song? For uh, Beautiful Lie? yeah. Um, okay, so from the end, or give it um, here, let me look at this real quick. See, lie awake in bed at night and think about your life. Do you want to be different? Try to let go of the truth, the battles of your youth, caught because uh, this is just a game. It's a beautiful lie. It's a perfect yeah. denial. Such yeah, this lie. one. That yeah, it's a beautiful lie. It's a perfect denial. Such a beautiful lie to believe in. So beautiful, beautiful lie. Yeah, like I, like I could, I could see like kids, like you know, like teenagers, like really like gravitating to that and being like, it is a beautiful lie. <laughs> um, I feel like that. That's kind of something. Reading some of the lyrics, I kind of feel like there is a bit of a through line about sort of like, um. Like kind of like how you sort of perceive yourself, like lying and pretending and forgetting. Um, I feel like there's a kind of I don't know if it's intentional, not sort of like a narrative thread about just like your per- kind of perception of reality, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I want to have more faith. But I don't. I don't think I can really do it. <laughs> like I, I'm trying to so hard to be nice, but it's like I, when this is done, I'm just I'm not going to come back to any of this. But I will say there's one song I like that's not part of the singles. Um, it was at the very end, 
and it's called um, Revolve. R R dash Evolve, which I guess is supposed to be Revolve. Um, the lyrics are: A revolution has begun today for the for me inside. The ultimate defense is to pretend. Revolve around yourself, just like an ordinary man. The only other option is to forget. Um, and it, it's like that's like and that's like their like that's like their power track because it's it, it it sort of reminds me of um, the one Oasis song from Definitely Maybe that was like the Sex Pistols sounding the uh, uh, down down to what's it called? Um, I have it here. No, I don't. Do you remember the one I'm talking about? Uh, down. Bring it on down. It reminded me of that. I think it has a really cool sound. It has a really awesome drum beat in it that I like listening to. It also kind of reminds me of uh, the beginning. Sounds like the beginning of Adam's song. <laughs> oh, from the Glenny Two. Can I play it for you real quick? Sure. Just because I know you didn't listen to it. <laughs> a little look you gave me. Um, just because I want to. I want you to hear this intro. Okay. Oh my gosh. That is Adam's song. <laughs> I never thought <laughs> I'd die alone. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> It gets better though. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to listen to it. But no, it, it kind of reminds me of um, uh, off of Blink One Eighty Two's Dog Eat, Dogs Eating Dogs EP um, came out a couple years ago. There's a um, there's a song called Boxing Day, yeah. which the verses sound like a little bit like 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 Smash Mouth. Like there's a there's a part like you could totally be like with the shape of an L on her forehead, <laughs> and um, it, it you know. Speaking of which, yeah. We make fun of Smash Mouth a lot. We're good. People are going to remember Smash Mouth. Hell yeah, they are. They're not. I don't think there's any band that made anybody happier than Smash Mouth in the '90s. Can we take a moment? Just, just do it and appreciate. We talked about this podcast the fact that you and I were both present at the same Smash Mouth concert before we ever <laughs> met. I don't know. I felt we, we we bring it up a lot to all of our friends, and I think they're kind of tired of hearing about it. Okay, but. I don't know if we've ever brought it on this podcast that I believe I don't, I don't remember the dates. It could be nine. All Star came out in ninety eight or ninety nine. It was it was it was it was it was the spring of two thousand. Yes, um, and it was it was at Mardi Gras Orlando Universal Universal Orlando um, in the spring of two thousand. I know this because it was the night after the junior senior dinner that we had at my school and um i went to that and i was never a senior because i'm a high school dropout and um and and i went to that um and with a bunch of my friends and it was it was a memorable night because it was like sort of like a senior thing for me like it was a memorable night to hang out with some of my friends for the last time and um and it, and, and it was and it was smash mouth and i crowd surfed for the first time nice yep uh you may have held me up who knows i was i was we were towards the front as was i on i want to say on the left like stage right 
sort of the left. Okay, I was on I was on stage left. Okay. I think. Near the pond where they had the stunt show back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little yeah, I was kind of like to the more like toward the, where the city part is. And I remember uh we got there really early because we wanted to be so close. Nice. And uh they started playing just a bunch of like popular music at the time. You know, they had, the, they had those these like two MCs throwing beads and stuff. Yeah, and they started playing corn, um, falling away from me. Ooh, and um, um, it was really loud. It was the first time I've ever heard like corn like that loud before because this is the first concert I've ever been to in my life. And so. Uh, you know, they're just kind of goofing around while the music is playing and everyone's kind of singing along and stuff, waiting for the band to come out. And there's a part in Falling Away From Me where he gets quiet. And then Jonathan Davis just yells, fight. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for that part. And that part came up. And I screamed it at the top of my lungs. Not included in the song for some reason. <laughs> so it was just this one kid yelling, fight! And everyone looked at me like, what? Like, this is the part where you... it's not in the song. It's not in this version. <laughs> Did you have your blue hair? No, I only had blue hair for one day. Oh. Um, and it was bad. I got, I, that was, JP learned a very valuable lesson in homophobia that day. Ooh. And toxic masculinity. Ooh. That was, Walking around the West Oaks Mall, blue hair was not fun. Holy crap! I thought I was gonna die. I mean, you know, it, it was not an unreasonable uh, fear at the West Oaks Mall. No, no, not in at general. All. I don't know what we were thinking. You know what? It wasn't just me. It was me and my friend, my friend Johan, who was this kid from Sweden, who was one of my best friends in Orlando. We both decided to dye hair. To, to not, we didn't dye. We, we had like it was like spray on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spray, colored it blue, and so like, oh, look at the look at the two f words. You get married, f words, you know. And it was, it was, it was, uh, it was scary because I, because there are people who were like definitely trying to like fight us, and we were, please don't, <laughs> like we're, we're, we just want, we just want to go see a movie. I forgot a movie. I think it was like Coyote Ugly or something. I don't know. <laughs> see Coyote Ugly. <laughs> I'm going to a Smash Mouth concert later. <laughs> bro, bro, we're gonna go see the chicks and Coyote Ugly. We can't be gay. <laughs> go see Coyote Ugly. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, we were at this, we were at that concert. That was, were, uh, I, I, I wish I remember. I wish I, 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 cause I feel like we got there early too. And I wish I could be like, you were the guy who yelled fight. I wish I like could remember <laughs> that, but, um, but we were totally there at the same concert and it, it was, uh, I kind of loved smash mouth for a little while after that. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'd ever heard any other Smash Mouth songs other than Walking on the Sun and, and All Star. I, st- I don't think I, st- I st- still have it. But like listening to music, I was like, I can get into this. This is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely some older women getting into it and flashing the stage. Um, drunk, much, much older women. <laughs> uh, it was pretty funny. They saw me and my friends and they were like, oh, you're like those kids from Stand By Me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Orlando, folks, is a scary place for teenagers. It's it is an interesting place to grow up. We should do a whole episode <laughs> about Orlando. Yeah, just what it's like to grow up in Orlando. 
That'll be a good JP and Chuck episode. Um, all right, so 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> 30 seconds to Mars. Having said that, uh, um, we should we should have talked about Smash Mouth. <laughs> you know, I really kind of wish I had selected. You know, it's, it, I will say, Matt's not here. He's going to hear this episode. I, I there, there was there was there was a, there was a note of disappointment when when the when the wheel of mayhem landed on this. It's like of all the possible <laughs> fun things that we could talk about. It, I, I mean, as soon well, as it's, as it's, soon it's, as it picked it, I was like, "This is going to be boring." And it well, was. It, it's sad because it's de- it's certainly. I think the reason why, like everything is is like, if even if it was like maybe one more time or the shags yeah. or like it would have been like a, we could have done something really fun with this. But I think like I think match was something that was probably more personal than which makes me feel uh, kind of bad. <laughs> I know, and then like he's not here, and <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe should we just scrap this episode? No, like, no, 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 no. Revisit it so we can hear him like pour his heart out to us about no. why it means. So we got to we got to wrap up music mayhem, baby. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> we got to we got to move on. It's true. Like as Otherwise. it says in Daniel Tiger, that was fun, but now we're done. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I just yeah, because even talking about Nickelback would have been fun. <laughs> Who I'm, knows? I'm, we would have walked away. We could have possibly walked away Nickelback fans. <laughs> Listen, I don't care about any of those albums, all right? I always I my I, I I had both fingers crossed that they would land on the shags, that it would land on the shags. You know? I was looking forward to that. I was really looking forward to that. My friend Foot Foot, you know? <laughs> the Halloween song. Ah. Come on. For, anybody- for the listeners who, and viewers who have no idea who the Shags are, because I actually, for the longest time, I only knew them from a lyric in a Guster song. Um, and then JP, you started listening to them. Well, I, I, I are you? I was, you found them. I was, I was reading uh, through Kirk Cobain's published journals, right? And um, that Corny Love made billions off of, apparently. Um, and he had like a, a, a list of favorite albums. And one of them was, or a list of favorite bands. And one of them was the Shags. And I just kind of went through every single album and, and band that was listed through on, on this list just to see like what he was listening to, what he liked. Right. And that's how you discover things like Bikini Kill and yeah. Meat Puppets. Uh, that's, that's how I discovered the Pixies like a long, long time ago yeah. through, through his work. Um, and so um, that's when I... Uh, the shags like oh the shags that sounds like a cool they're probably like the kinks you know like some kind of like british garage band or something yeah holy crap nothing in the world could prepare me for what i listened to that day and i was like why is this on kurt cobain's list they are four homeschool girls who were never trained musically well they were trained (laughs) their dad trained them and he thought that they were ready, but they were like, no, we're not. We're not ready to play, Ted. They're like, no, 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 you're right. You're, you're the next sensation. You're, you're the next you're, Beach Boys. Yeah. 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 And then um, – You're the next Jackson 5. We can make this happen. There are some rumors saying that they actually – when they did that recording, they performed badly on purpose. I don't think that's true. <laughs> like that South Park episode where the kids keep trying to lose. They don't have to play baseball anymore. Yeah, because it was their dad that was like kind of pushing them. It's actually kind of a sad story because their dad was very controlling and um, – I don't know if he was abusive. He was just like really strict and controlling. Yeah. Um, as a lot, as a lot of the, like, again, Beach Boys, Jackson 5. I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of a tale as old as time. 
Um, but ooh, it's I I was not expecting that at all. And I love those people who really think that they've like tapped that, that, that somehow they've tapped into sort of like an anti music genius thing. You know, yeah. kind of like anti-comedy that is like anti-music. It's, it's like it's like Dada art for music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I can kind of see where you're coming from when you do that. But I don't know. I kind of think I'd rather listen to like the Velvet Underground instead. Yeah. It, it's. Um, what's his name? Who's, who's got from Velvet Underground? Uh, Lou Reed. When Lou Reed did that album, Metal Machine Music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. Did I did I tell you my metal machine music story? No. Can we share it on here? Can we talk about it? Is it cool I don't, I don't know the story, so I can't. <laughs> who are you talking okay. to? Okay. All right. So I, this is actually fairly recently, uh, a few years ago, actually, when I was visiting Florida. I was visiting you guys in Florida, and um, so metal machine music is this uh, kind of this this sort of experimental album by Lou Reed, who's from Velvet Underground, and it really is just. Yeah, I've heard of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the one that's like it's it's all it's like the sounds of like elevators and crap? Yeah, it's just like if it's all like muddled together. Like it sounds yeah. like the internet connecting. <laughs> um, I and I, I was meeting with with Matt and a friend at a uh, at a brewery, bar, whatever, and they had one of those you know those those MP3 uh, jukeboxes, not like a real jukebox, but like one of those kiosks where you could select music online and whatever. And we were getting ready to go. We were getting ready to leave. And um, I thought it'd be funny because someone had played something terrible that uh, I forgot what it was. I think it was like. We'll just say it was 30 Seconds of Mars. Go on. Okay. It was 30 Seconds of Mars. Someone played 30 Seconds of Mars. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get back at these kids. And um, I searched for metal machine music on the kiosk. And sure enough, it's there. <laughs> And the Metal Machine music is not a long album. I think it's only like maybe 30 minutes with like three tracks. But like each track is about 15 minutes long. Um, and so I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for Matt to pay his tab and her friend to pay his tab. And then um, they start paying. I'm like, okay, now's, now's the perfect time. So I, I cue out the music and I start playing it. And little and and Matt just, just, decides, just decides to strike up a conversation with the bartender. <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> this is you kind of meant this to be sort of like you were going to drop the bomb and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, going yeah. to was, was be that guy. Um, this is totally inspired by Devin Faraci, apparently, who used to do this. Um, so I got the idea to do it. So uh, I noticed he's, he's talking to the bartender. So I just kind of like saunter up over to mine, like, hey, buddy, you ready to go? He's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I'll leave in just a minute. And um, one of the bar, one of the other bartenders, uh, I happened to catch his eye and he just kind of looks up in the middle of washing a glass. And he looks at me. It's like, hey, what songs you choose? I was like, oh, this is, this is Lou Reed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah, it's Lou Reed. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Lou, Lou Reed music. Yeah, from Velvet Underground. I was like, yeah, I know, I know who that is. Yeah. It's like, because some people just kind of choose like really annoying songs and they leave and it's, it's just kind of messed up. It's like, oh wow, that's no, no, this is this is Lou Reed. It's it's gonna start in a minute. It's like it's already starting, like and like this is just like the, the beginning. <laughs> and then like Matt finally leaves. I'm like, I'm like, we have to go now. We have to go now. We have to go now. And he was like, okay. And then I told him all about it. He died laughing. 
Um, so I'm not going to go back to the, um, I believe it was, was it the Saltwater Brewery in, in Boca? Or in, not Boca, Boynton? In Boynton Beach, yeah. I, okay, I, didn't, <laughs> I know the brewery. That's funny. Um, <laughs> shout, shout out to Saltwater. Here, uh, here's, the, here's the thing. If Why do they have that on there? Well, it's it's part of it's it's like online, right? It's like you can select any any song. It's like it's like a like, library of music. It's not like a jukebox jukebox where it's just like a selection of music. It's like hooked up to Google Play. It's just like whatever. I, I guess so. it's hooked up to some kind of, some kind of online database of music that has like all that music. So it's... I'm gonna I'm gonna go now and I'm gonna try to find Yoko Ono music <laughs> and just play that. Yeah, I'm just gonna play Double Fantasy on loop. Yeah, so I'm never. I don't think I should ever go back to salt to salt. Uh, that one saltwater brew. Saltwater. It'd be really funny. It'd be really funny if somebody from that night is listening to this episode. And like that was the guy. Oops, oops. Um. So yeah, that that was our little uh, detour. Anyway, thirty seconds to Mars. Uh, that's. <laughs> we're sorry, Matt. Oh, sorry, buddy. Um. You, no, you were not really. Are oh, we? Nah, we're not nah. really that sorry. I mean, no. a little bad. I feel a little bad, I guess, because I, I, I think you're probably right. It probably is like a personal thing. Yeah, like he probably has something really deep to say. Like he probably, I don't know, because I, I feel like because I think like I think Matt did go through an emo-ish phase. Like he, li- yeah. I mean, he listened to it, but he didn't really like look emo because yeah. he never wore guyliner. I feel like we should really talk about it on Vocal Fry. Yeah, like we sound like millennials <laughs> stuck in. We've lost all of our viewers. <laughs> Problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like Pat from SNL. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pat. Um, okay, so I think that's, that's, that's 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> That's that's a beautiful lie by thirty seconds to Mars. Um, are you gonna are you gonna go out and check out any more of their music? No, uh, probably not. <laughs> I might listen to our our evolve. Our evolve listen? sounds like it sounds like the sequel to like an R type game. You are the, the shooter from Sega. The R type. It's what it sounds like. R evolve. I I would recommend R evolve and the two D side scrolling shooter. That's what it sounds like. Battle of One has Battle this of cool... One also sounds like a side-scrolling video game title. Actually, I think I might be getting Battle of One Rari Evolve mixed up. A Battle of... Did I say Rari Evolve was the one that sounded like the Oasis? No, yeah, down? you said that um, Rari Evolve was the one. Yes, you said it was the one. No, Rari Evolve was the one you said that because it started like Adam's song. Okay, Rari Evolve is uh, sounds like Adam's song. Battle of One is sort of like their Sex Pistols punk kind of fast and loud song, and I thought it was pretty cool. That was one of their hidden tracks. Be honest with me. Our yeah. Evolve Battle of One sounds like the title of a JRPG. It's a JRPG. Japanese role-playing game, like Final Fantasy. Our Evolve Battle of One. You know that that's got like a Square Enix logo on it. Okay. You didn't know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if you, if you say I forgot, so. I, you I don't know anything about video games. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Your cousin is going to laugh at that joke. Yeah, he'll, he'll love it. He'll love it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, okay, so that's that's... That's uh, that's thirty seconds to Mars, a beautiful light, and also that's that's music mayhem, folks. Woo! Uh, I don't know why I just did like the Rowdy Roddy Piper, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Yep. 
Um, we hope you enjoyed this year's Museum Mayhem. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Amy, who's who's joined us for most of these episodes. Yeah, uh, who Amy. did a terrific job. Uh, really liked Audio Slave. Loved her selection. Loved her opinions and her thoughts. Wish she could have been here, but she couldn't. She had other things to do. Um, and uh, yeah, you'll be seeing more of her in the future. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, maybe we'll try to figure out a way to integrate more music into <laughs> into Masters of Divinity, um, but not too much because we don't want to take away from music mayhem. You know, like, right? It's it's a special time. Yeah, a special time of year. Um, you know, I, I don't. We guess I could, I could, I got some ideas to kick around. I don't know. Maybe maybe we should resurrect that little segment we once talked about. Like, what are you listening to? What are you watching? That's true. Yeah, we should do that. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah, cool. All right. So that's it. Uh, Father Chuck, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your thoughts on, on 30 seconds to Mars. I had so many thoughts. You did very valuable, uh, thoughts. Uh, I want to thank Matt for putting the album in, on the wheel. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I sort of feel, I feel a little bit like, you know, he wasn't around today. We should have just respawn, respawn, the, respawn the wheel. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, would have been funny if we did it. It still gave us 30 seconds of Mars. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, we should just not do this. <laughs> All right. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. Join us again next week as we kind of get back into our normal routine. Uh, and uh, good journey. Good journey. Good journey.